Thank you for joining us for another episode of Coffee and Collaboration, where the coffee is optional, but the collaboration is essential. Hosted by Kimberly Winborn and Al the Great. Coffee and Collaborations is a production of Coffee and Collaborations Media. Executive Producers, James Branch, Kimberly Winborn, and Al the Great. Resident Graphic Designer, Elton Benjamin. Grab your coffee and enjoy the show. Hey, y'all. Hey, welcome to the Coffee and Collaborations Podcast. I am your host, Kimberly Winborn of Kimberly Winborn LLC. I am your co-host, Al the Great, and we have a very special guest tonight, uh, my wife, and we're going to be talking to her about uh, about motherhood and, and about her organization, Career Mom Community. Yes, I'm excited to have Miss Deborah Netta Howard, and so let's find out a little bit about her. Let me tell you, though, really quickly, this is a celebration of mothers. May is, we all know we celebrate Mother's Day every May. It's also Mental Health Awareness Month, and we've been talking about all the things that are happening in the world, but what we want to do is shine a light on some of the things that are happening that are positive, because we get downtrodden with the negative, and so what better way to highlight the positive than highlighting a woman who is out here slaying dragons, doing her thing, taking care of children, a husband entrepreneurship also a career and doing it well and so i'm so excited to have miss debronetta so can you tell us a little bit about yourself and i'm excited to hear about for everybody else to hear about the mom community as well that you started Hey, awesome. Thank you so much for having me a part of the podcast today. I'm looking forward to the conversation. I am the founder of Career Mom Community. It's an online support community and a blog that provides resources for working moms so that we can balance life, grow in our careers, and be successful. So I started it almost a year ago now as a way to have a community where we could support each other and I could also share tips, we could collaborate, we could um, share amongst the community so that we can all grow. Motherhood is challenging and I wanted moms to know that we are in this together and that we can thrive, not just survive. That's right. I love that. Thrive, not just survive. So, Debranetta, so you wear, you are known for wearing many hats. Uh, you are a blogger, a business consultant, a business strategist, and also a mom advocate. Can you tell us a little bit uh, more about why you took on this role as a, as a mom advocate and starting Career Mom Community? Yeah, to your point, um, we oftentimes wear many, many hats. Oftentimes it's by choice. And sometimes it's by circumstance, but whatever the case may be, I feel that we all have different roles that we play. For some, it could be a stay-at-home mom who maybe has a small business or a career mom such as myself who's also an entrepreneur or a mom that's just trying to figure it out, right? So I wanted us to have a place where we could go and we could learn together and tips could be shared And if someone needed my services for consulting or if they needed coaching through motherhood, then they could also reach out to me for those services as well. 
but I really wanted the platform to be engaging. We've grown a lot over the past year, and I'm super excited about the growth that we've had. I've also featured uh, mothers just to show how diverse we are. So I've featured moms um, all the way from, from up and down the East Coast, and hopefully we'll expand to nationwide and globally over the long term to where we're shining light on moms in the various roles that they play. So as a mother, you have to tell us about your troop. So how many kids do you all have? Tell the, you know, the listening audience, maybe a funny story about your children and even being a part of the mom community. One of the questions that I have is, is it also an engaging opportunity to bring moms with their children together or just the mom? Yes. So me personally, so we have four kids. Yes. The oldest is 18, just now graduating high school, a seven-year-old daughter, a four-year-old daughter, and a two-year-old son. So our hands are full and we have them at various ages. So everything from the tantrum twos, I guess they call it, all the way up to 18, young adulthood, trying to find their way in life. So it's definitely an interesting dynamic for our family. We are a blended family. And I do like to also shine light on that because that's a part of um, society as well and parenting to have blended families and how that can work as well. So that's our tribe. A funny story now that we are on quarantine and lockdown. I have a career in corporate, a very fast paced career in corporate America. So I get met with a number of demands every day. <laughs> so it's always interesting having small children at home while I'm trying to work. And so yesterday or the day before yesterday, I host monthly calls during our busiest time of the week, of the mm -hmm. month actually. And we review all of our financials. And our two-year-old, I don't know what it was about that one o'clock hour, but he was my shadow the entire call. And he wanted me to play with his toys. He wanted his Spider-Man. He wanted to draw. He wanted to color. He wanted to talk to the people on the phone. So at the end of the call, you know, we kind of laughed it off. Yeah. And he had a great time, of course. He, he met lots of new people. <laughs> but um, it, it was just an opportunity for me to laugh instead of crying, right? Yeah. And he was trying to tell jokes, I guess. I'm not sure. He's, he's two, so you kind of <laughs> make out what he's saying either way. But he was having a good time. He was laughing. So... I just, I just use what we're going through now to make light of the situation, right? Because for, for many of us, we are working virtually, we're working remote, and at the end of the day, it's a two-year-old trying to have fun. So let them have fun, laugh it off, and keep moving. Yeah, that's good. Um, I know we had your sister-in-law on um, this week, this last week, and that was one of the things that she was saying, too, and the other homeschooling moms that was an expert like to just laugh and you know not be so serious when it comes to our kids during this time so uh that's a funny story <laughs> thank you for sharing <laughs> and and the kids really love going with her to work you know when she does her, her regular job in corporate america like yeah. especially our girls they love to go with her to work uh you know because this is a 
a modern type, you know, corporate uh, office, but they, they love yeah. going and with the coffee shop and all the different meeting rooms and they, they just love it. Yeah. Well, I want to talk with you all as a couple about collaboration, working together during this time, but even before now, because you have done business together. So if you all could speak to that, um, maybe start with you, Al, and then Debranetta. What is it like working in collaboration with your spouse as a husband and wife, but then also collaborative partners? And what sort of tip maybe can you give to a couple that's either doing it and not being successful or doing it and just need a few tips? I think um, I think what the biggest thing is that people have to realize that collaboration looks differently. That a lot of times we think, you know, because you're married, that you you both have to be you have to take on the you, the same endeavors. So I have a, a, a clothing line. I have several clothing lines. That doesn't that may not be my wife's passion or dream yeah. to be you know, the owner of a clothing brand. So that's that's my passion, that's my dream. So, but that doesn't mean that we can't have collaboration. We still collaborate, you know, as family, which helps, which helps me a lot, and I'm sure it helps her a lot. And we also collaborate on just, you know, general support. When we have events, she's there, she's helped organize and stuff. She helps keep me organized, a lot of different, a lot of different things. So it, it's not always, uh, people, I think people think about it that it has to be direct collaboration. You know, we if we if I'm doing a business, that means we are doing a business. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that indirect uh, collaboration it can be the the most important, and that can that can help out a a, a business as well. Yeah. What's your thoughts, Devonetta? Yes, so I do like that perspective that you have to take into consideration that your spouse's dream may not be your dream or their desire for their business may not be yours, but you can still come alongside them and you can still champion for them and help them where you can to grow and to be successful. And I think it gives both partners, both the opportunity to move forward in what God has called them to do because we're each called to do something different. But collectively, we can always just slay giants and change the world, right? But oftentimes, our individual callings are what's going to set us apart. And you just have to work together to find a way to make that that work, to make it mesh. And for me, my strong suit is is finances, numbers, and strategy. I am a strategic thinker. Um, so I try to leverage my skill sets to help in that way. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not the best that coordinated a fashion show (laughs) (laughs) or pulling people together for those types of events. But if you need me to tell you how much it's going to cost and give you a strategy to implement it, I can do that all day long. So we try to leverage our individual skill sets to make the overall goal um, happen and to make it, make it come to pass. So that's how we collaborate with each other, even though our, callings or our skill sets differ yeah i love those answers from you both um i really want to talk about before we run out of time what is it that you see for the rest of 2020 for your mom community and what you have going on because this 
pandemic has been a blow, right? And we all had visions and goals coming into 2020. And I'm sure you did for that community. And so how have you had to pivot in that? And then what are you looking forward to for the rest of the year? We can all, like I said in the beginning, always focus on the negative, but I'm sure you have some positive things that these ladies can be looking forward to. So please share that. We would love to be enlightened. Awesome. So at the start of the year, I wanted to grow the community and to have more reach and more impact. Mm -hmm. And I think as a result of what's happening with the current pandemic, it has actually propelled me a little bit because moms are looking for community of support. Moms are looking for someone to help guide them to continue to grow in spite of what's going on around us. Yeah. I also feel that moms have been impacted in terms of their careers because of the current pandemic and they're looking for alternatives to continue to help provide for their family mm -hmm. for some they're looking at starting businesses for some they're looking at career transitions maybe going back to school so for me it's opened up an opportunity to offer coaching services and consulting services to those moms who are facing those challenges or situations and also, it has put me in a place where I've collaborated more this year with moms. I recently did a collab on Instagram with other mom bloggers and mom influencers where we nice. offered an encouraging message to moms. And that will also continue throughout the year. So for Mother's Day, I'm doing a seven-day Mom Supporting Moms Challenge. And each day, there will be a certain prompt that you have to follow. For example, one day is reaching out to a mom who you don't typically talk to. Give them a call, share an encouraging word with them, and just check on them to see how they're doing. So I think for me, even though I've had to pivot, I haven't had to deviate from the overall mission of Career Mom Community, and that's to offer a place where we can come and grow together, and we can get the tips and the resources that we need to do so. So I think even though what's going on around us is chaos, I found a way to just stay grounded and focus on the overall goals and the small tweaks that I've had to make throughout the course of the couple of weeks that have passed, I've been able to do that. And I do think it's opened up more doors um, for me as well. I love that answer. <laughs> I love your answer. Um, I, first of all, I love the heart of it. Um, I love that you see the positive in this and have been able to grab a hold of that. And I hope that someone listening will also be inspired as a result to do something that maybe they put on a shelf and pull it back out and say, hey, what can we do together with other people? And that's why collaboration is 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 so crucial for me, because you can be a light for somebody else, like just hearing that. And so, Al, I know you're about to say something, so I'm going to give you the floor back. But I just loved her answer. <laughs> I know Deborah, you are a, a huge uh, advocate for, for planning. You do plan with me videos. Um, I know just in our family, you do a lot of planning. And I know throughout this time, through this pandemic, a lot of people who are planners have had to kind of throw their plans out the window and just kind of put their hands up. What, do, what would you say are a few tips for effective planning during this pandemic and also just general effective planning you know when we're not in a pandemic yeah awesome great question i would say understand where you are currently for some moms i do understand that they're still in an adjustment period 
where they're still trying to understand and wrap their minds around having to educate their children, not being able to go anywhere. And for some, it is tough. So if they're in that situation where they're still trying to focus on getting their bearings, trying to stay um, healthy and whole for their family, I wouldn't push them to um, maybe necessarily go back to the goals that they had until they focused on self. So that's the first thing is to understand where you are mentally, to understand where you are in terms of your adjustment period, given what's going on. And then I would say for moms who, who have adjusted, and they have found their way. They've leveled the playing field for their household and they're ready to revisit some of the goals that may have been impacted as a result of this pandemic. I would say, go dust those goals off. Pick up where you started, where you left off and start from there. There oftentimes will be minor tweaks or adjustments that will need to be made, but I would say do a brain dump. Just Write it all down. I'm a firm advocate of doing brain dumps. That's where you sit down, pen and paper, and you just start to write. No agenda, nothing. Just write everything that comes to mind about a particular subject. Yeah. And from there, they can pick out common themes based on what they wrote, and they can determine if that theme is applicable to what their overall goal is. From there, they can come up with a plan to start executing on the goal. So for me, my goal is to be more consistent with blogging. And that kind of fell off a little bit last month, just trying to get adjusted to this new way of life. Mm -hmm. But now that I found a stable place, I'm going back to where I left off. Some of the blog series is that I didn't complete. I'm starting there to say, okay, I had all of these things in mind previously, let me pick up and see how I can integrate it into my blog going forward. So I would give those tips um, for someone who is looking on effective ways to plan. I have planners. I have multiple planners, to be honest. <laughs> I have one for budgeting. I have one for the household. I have one for my businesses. So I literally have three physical planners. And that works for me because it helps me to separate those parts of my life. But I also have one general planner that's a catch-all bucket where I may scribble some things that overlap budget-wise or business-wise. So I do like paper planners and that works for me. I do know some moms who prefer technology. So they use their calendars, their Google Calendar. They may use um, Google Docs or uh, other apps on their phones. They may be a little bit more tech savvy. Take my millennial card, uh, um, <laughs> uh, millennium card, you know, millennial card or whatever. I'm not as tech savvy, but whatever's going to work, whether it's paper planner, digital planner, I encourage mom to have something where they can document where they need to be, what they need to do and what the accountability is. Yeah, that is awesome. Great information for she, she has. She has a lot of planners and a lot of spreadsheets. Yeah. <laughs> Great information. So how do we get in touch with you? Um, I heard you mention Instagram and then also Facebook. So how do people get in touch with you so they can follow that seven day challenge and, you know, all of the information that you've shared? Awesome. I would love for the audience to connect with me. I have a group on Facebook. It is Mom Growth Group maximizing opportunity and momentum you can join that group also career mom community has a facebook page come over there like us i post daily tips other helpful videos i'm also active on instagram it is coach d underscore the career mom on instagram 
also Career Mom Community on Instagram. And check out the blog, www.careermomcommunity.com. And I also have a YouTube page, which is Coach D's Life, that I'm, I'm in the process of revamping and offering more content on YouTube as well. So I would love for you to come and check me out on social media. Awesome. We'll definitely be sure that we tag you in all of those platforms so that people can get that who didn't catch it on the replay. And um, so it has been absolutely wonderful to have you on our podcast. Um, Al, did you have anything else that you wanted to say before we wrap up? I just want to thank everybody for joining us. You know, this is, we're going to be celebrating mothers all month long. Uh, mm-hmm. So make sure that you guys are doing the same. Make sure you tune in to every, every show. And let's, let's really celebrate our mothers, uh, not just during, during this month, but, you know, every month. That's right. Thank you, Al, so much. Make sure you shower her with a whole yes oh bunch of love um, she likes she likes seafood so she likes seafood she likes seafood so we're gonna get some salt box okay yeah. yay <laughs> okay so <laughs> so thank you all so much okay like you said make sure to check out coffee and collaborations all month long where we'll be featuring a different mom like I said in the beginning who is out here doing amazing things tackling entrepreneurship motherhood the various things that we take on and do it oh so well only a woman can and so be sure to do that if you have a a mom that you want to highlight you want us to spotlight reach out to us at info at coffee and collaborations Dot com, and you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We also have a YouTube page, uh, Coffee and Collaborations Media. So be sure to follow us so that you can stay in touch with everything that we have coming up. Get some uh, tips and tools and understanding of how you can go out here and maximize your best potential by just listening to someone who can guide you along the way. So we want to thank you once again for joining the Coffee and Collaborations podcast. We want to thank our guest, Miss Debranetta Howard. And you guys remember that the collaboration is essential. You don't have to have the coffee, but you got to have that. That is the tool to win. All right. Have a great rest of your week and happy Mother's Day to all the moms.